What's up? What's good? Welcome to the Locked In Podcast. We're on episode 17, take two. Uh, Khaled's mic wasn't working. We weren't really talking about shit. We're talking about, actually, we we're talking about our parents. So it's probably is kind of interesting to people, yeah. but because I commented on his World War II hat, it's a fucking pilot Russian hat. Yep. I called him a nigga Nazi before that, but I was just <laughs> fucking with him and shit. I'm not a nigga Nazi. Yeah. For the record. But we here, we back, it's good, we living straight. Nigga, I copped some shit. I caught some uh I got the the Yeezy four fifties. The what ones like the crazy bottoms and shit. Oh, they I know bro I already know. They got like that tooth looking thing. Yeah. yeah. On the bottom with the little Roshi little top. Those those are tight, I'm not gonna lie. But those is like a cool like leisure sh- leisurely shoe. I feel like I have to wear them with pants. Pants? I feel, I feel like, like them cool shoes would look hard with no, shorts. Yeah. I feel yeah. like they look cool with shorts. I think they look hard with shorts too. I just haven't seen, like, I don't know. I would have to just put that shit on. Because I just have this irritation. I keep telling Marco with, like, this, uh, the fucking little, like, a waistband around your ankle kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That shit would be throwing me off. Because I'd be like, damn, to wear high socks. But, I, I mean, I'll just figure it out. Crazy. Yeah. I got that. And then, um, I don't know if y'all seen Kim Jones. He dropped some Converse. So, I feel like I got Dior Converse. Oh, he, he dropped some he dropped Converse? Yeah, it's kind of hard, low-key. Clip them in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you want to see? All right, all right. I'll let bro pull it up. But they're kind of like, um, they got like this plastic around them. And I think the sole is a little bit higher. But I got the cream one. There's a cream and a black oh, it's one. It's kind of cool. Yeah. They still on here. Yeah. I low-key wanted to like flip them. But like they're, I don't think they're flippable. You see? They're hard. They're cool. Yeah. I got the, um, that's not like a good picture. Where's the other ones? But yeah, these ones are hard too, the black ones. Okay. You got the cream ones? Yeah, the cream ones kind of go crazy. Those look like a, um, like an ice cream sandwich. Why you say that? Because it's like. The gradient. Oh, okay. I see it. Yeah. The tones and shit. Yeah. Well, shit. Nigga, this is my second podcast for today. I did an interview. That shit went pretty smooth with Brandon. Um, he dropped these teas, and then we kind of we talked about that. We talked about um, his like relationship because he, like he'll throw like his girl on the gram a lot, but that shit just went good. So you guys should definitely check that out. I might actually drop this first, but that was that for the most part. How was your uh, your week? My week has been um, pretty busy. You know, yeah, just working at the brand and shit. Yeah, I got some shit in the works, so Fire. it's been kind of going crazy. Yeah. Which we'll talk about that in a little bit. Starting a brand, like how we said on the last podcast, we'd we'd talk about that. What about you, Marco? Same. You're going through the same process. Yeah, though. <laughs> nigga, you're kind of going working. through a lot. Yeah, yeah. working that process, man. Yeah, that's the thing. You got a Having whole a other kid. added element because you yeah. got a kid as well. I kid, I honestly, I couldn't. I'm like. And working, yeah, <laughs> working, <laughs> like yeah. working and having a kid. Like I can do it with, like having a kid and working on my brand. Yeah, but like working on top of it and then other stuff too is like kind of extra. But I'm not even tripping. Like it's hey, all part of process. Let's give a round of applause for all our working dads. Yeah. You know, <laughs> us. I'm with the black dads for real, for real. Yeah, all our black dads, all our black queens. What um, what part of the process are you in? I mean, like I know what part of the process you're basically just waiting on the manufacturer. Yeah, waiting on right? the manufacturer. Um, I got the swatch on. That's something I could tell y'all. Like swatch on is definitely a good resource. It costs a lot to get onto it, like 500, but you use that 500 towards like whatever fabric you want. And they have like cold ass fabrics. Yeah. 
like that fabric I've been looking for, they had on there. So and how you could you tell like which um like because you just had a T-shirt, right? That you were referencing your fabrics from? Yeah. So I had a T-shirt and then I had a, a T-shirt ordered from somewhere else. And then I just like sent them both to the manufacturer and see like, hey, can you find a fabric that's like similar to the two? But like the swatch on thing, you could um type in like the description of what you want or whatever. You can like take a picture or whatever and they'll like search it up for you. That shit's cold. And so you knew that they had the same exact fabric? Nah, I just took a guess. So I'm like, nigga, where else am I going to do? Like, okay. I'm going to keep searching for it on the internet. Yeah. It's going to take forever. That's why I kind of asked. I'm like, damn, how did you know like, exactly what you want? I'm like, oh, shit. Like, like Swatch On is crazy. But uh, the other homie was telling me about that, too. Like, he uses Swatch On as well. And it seems to just, like, that's the move right now. Like, yeah, I haven't created anything since I've learned about Swatch On. But I'll definitely probably be using it. Yeah, you'll probably like it way better than going to L.A., you might like going to LA and searching for fabric better than that. I don't know. But like for me, it's like just easier to go online or know exactly where to go. Yeah. I'm sure a cool balance between both is like the best. Yeah. True. true. What, uh, what process are you in right now? Shit. Uh, I have a lot of fabric and a lot of fabric I haven't used yet. So I'm kind of thinking of like creative ways where I can kind of just, I'm drawing up a lot of new silhouettes. Um, you know, I'm trying to divert from like, you know, when I first started the brand, it was mainly like classic silhouettes, very much in like akin to like a Saint Laurent where it's these mm-hmm. very classic, um, well, well cut silhouettes that, you know, everyone is familiar with. Um, just using like the best fabrics to put those together. I'm kind of drifting away from that and trying to like think up new silhouettes that you know don't necessarily exist already um and you know um i i I ordered so much fabric the first time around like i kind of just went crazy i ordered everything that i liked so a lot of them i didn't even put into production and um what kind of fabric are you sitting on right now is like some uh one of my favorites i'll tell you about some of my favorites like i have this uh two different colors of this silk satin Mm -hmm. um fucking beautiful like one of them is like lavender and the other is like this really ill like baby blue like powder blue um and they're just shiny they got great weight uh soft as fuck um that's fire yeah so that's perfect for summer at least well i intend to use them for jackets Mm. so they'll probably be a little bit like a lightweight jacket but that's one of the silhouettes i'm working on right now okay yeah that's something I, i definitely haven't done is making a like a real like silhouette like my own silhouette yeah i mean i guess i have with I mean, t-shirts and jackets yeah like but that jacket that logo jacket that yeah. you gave me that shit is hard yeah I, so i guess i did but i guess I'm, I'm thinking about um like drawing it up and shit like sketching like a scoop on the bottom of my t-shirt yeah or almost oh, yeah, like yeah, akin yeah. to like um a rick owens where he'll come up with these things where like they don't already exist in nature already or like even if you want to think about something on a on a you know um more linear plane it's like rude does the same thing where um you know he'll incorporate like the marlboro pack um like this little yeah that's everywhere that's on the yeah. purse that's on the t's that's on that like, little like um triangle shape or whatever he'll have like his pockets or whatever like he'll always try and incorporate it where he can so that's like you know um a more like um 
smaller version of like you know what rick owens will usually do where he just creates a new world yeah um, i would i just seen some rick owens shit where he was um just talking about like his gym like how he loves working out and like how he wants to wear something that he can wear to the gym then go like actually do work in and then go out and eat with yeah that's like i guess that's how he describes his clothes and shit but he had all his like his shirts off and shit and i was like oh yeah the brother this nigga is definitely like sus but it was cool (laughs) (laughs) it is what it is yeah if you realize like a lot of um really really like well-to-do people it's their uniform yeah. Rick Owens is like they they make like rich people uniform in a lot of ways where it's like if you look at Dave Chappelle like more often than not he's in Rick like head to toe majority of the time because it's just like it it sits so well it's made so well super easy to wear majority of the time it's black like you could you know blindfold yourself and just like reach into your closet and grab like a full Rick fit and it's probably gonna go Okay, hot topic, hot take. Are we on the tail end of like this uh, Rick era? Obviously, I think it's going to resurge. Like, if you know anything about just culture in general, like, it's probably just going to resurge anyways. But I feel like we're at the end of like, I don't know, this Rick era. You talking about the hype? Yeah, the hype. Like, bro, I literally seen a TikTok where nigga was like, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and like every single clip he had like different rick owens on and then like swipe like, again what do you mean different one? rick owens did he just yeah. have on the shoes or did, what did he have a full rick fit <laughs> was he like it. actually rick like was he nah he wasn't winning the rick wars so he was an influencer yeah type that's what i'm sure. saying the hype has not even reached well he was like, hasn't <laughs> the, okay. the, the, he was wearing shoes or what yeah shoes yeah, yeah nah shoes is like the t- very tip of the iceberg when yeah. it comes to rick like if all you know about rick is just the shoes like you then that's where you're in the hype yeah yeah. Okay. I feel like the hype's still gonna go past the shoes. Like, it's course. gonna have like niggas gonna have to evolve. Like, and well, then maybe it'll get into the clothes and it'll like maybe ruin that for some. Rick people. doesn't do logos, so like if you wear, you got to be a very certain type of person to like be able to spend a thousand plus dollars on some shit true. and have no one know what the fuck you have on. You know, right. that is true. Um, it's like one percent of people will be able to recognize it, but like most people have no idea what you have on. And you just spent a fortune on it. Like most people don't do that you know like they're they don't just keep niggas aren't spending a thousand dollars on clothes yeah let's keep it a bill if you do ever spend that much money on something it like the type of person the majority of the time wants a big logo plastered on it so niggas know (laughs) yeah what it costs like so it's just different different levels like yeah that makes sense okay so you don't you don't think that you don't think that like it's like the end of like a little Rick era Absolutely or the not. Rick Wars and shit. Cause now they're saying like Rick Wars, like trolling like that. And it used to be the Chrome Wars. And now it's like the Rick Wars. Nah, Rick has a legion of, of like dedicated followers and fans that like, they'll never, like yeah, they'll never leave. It's like, yeah, you have this new, like, you know, whole Crown. lot of red kid. Like, <laughs> and you've been seeing all them niggas diss them niggas now. Yeah, like, that yeah. shit is so funny to me, nigga. <laughs> You that know, shit is you crazy. Have, there's definitely there's a new demographic that's coming to it, but he he has like diehard stands as fan, Rick Owens, yeah, has diehard stands as you know fans and followers and shit. And he's established in the fashion community, like uh, you know a boulder. He's not leaving, like you know he's well respected, he's well received. Right. Kind of like what you said, like that nigga's been working at his own shit this whole time. Yeah, like, he has kinda... he has everyone's respect, you know. So it's like, um, and and his fans, you know like worship him and michelle so it's like he's not going nowhere true shout out maybe, to maybe like this the little kid hype might die down or whatever but yeah. it's like you know that's like a fraction of who actually buys this shit 
How do you feel about the uh, or how about the like the trend like niggas the whole lot of red shit like when Bari posted like bro y'all niggas y'all is niggas weird. weirdos. Bro, I mean, he he just kind of just like it is kind of weird. Like why is niggas doing all that now? Like I don't know. Well, all right, but I, I mean, talked about this with one of my friends like, today. Anytime you have a very polarizing artist, right, who's either extremely hated on one end and extremely loved on the other you're going to have that you know where it's like anytime it's a polarizing person like all right for example like a yg or ot genesis or whatever like you know they're very pretty lukewarm in the middle like no one really feels too strongly one way or another about them but when you have somebody who's kind of like breaking boundaries in a lot of ways and doing things like that you know like um the people who who fuck with him are going to like od fuck with them yeah and oh, um yeah. Oh, okay so you, yeah you saw the same that's thing cool with, like, like i like i like how he has super fans but it's just like you it's, saw the same it's thing funny with, how it's like niggas that are like older than me like yeah it's like but look <laughs> you saw this you saw the same thing with kanye west like back around specifically around like um 808s and heartbreak era like i remember i even had this old blog post on on uh cocky media my old like blog spot where it was just exact- and that's where you was at back in the day yeah cocky media blogspot.com that's my secret little you know yeah old oasis but um i did a blog post about it i called it swagger jacking on a hundred thousand trillion <laughs> and it was exact replicas of kanye fits and that's because like at that time no one was no one was breaking fits like kanye you know and mm-hmm. so as a result you had people who a either hated it or b loved it and was copying it exact because it's like you know because he was just like he was that nigga at that point like he was the one you're always going to have that i put in the the lines on the side of your head oh yeah i remember the one i got that from soldier boy though like Mm -hmm. the three i don't know who i got that from i feel like it was just embedded i was more like on like the nigga side so i was like Mm. looking at soldiers or you could look at rocky even as another example for sure you know yeah there's there's niggas that definitely <laughs> yeah but the whole lot of red shit is almost like fucking my head up about like because cardi a little bit almost like not really in real life but like okay he just dropped the music video right and i don't know if you remember but we we're talking about fucking how me and marco seen a kid come in and he looked yeah, exactly yeah, <laughs> bro exactly like this he nigga bro exactly to the point where i'm watching this new video like a miniature version of him, bro. bro and i feel like i'm watching the nigga who walked to the store yeah. bro and this other, like so that's kind of, I don't know, it kind of like fucked me. I'm like, damn, bro. That's the sign of a, that's the sign of a truly influential artist, though, is when True. they yeah, can do something and you're going to have people copying and flocking and, you know, yeah. sending their whole shit up to, like, adhere to that, you know. And especially when you have extreme hate on one side, you're usually, it's going to be, pull, you're going to have that exact reception on the other end, too, where it's, like, extreme love and, you know. Uh, what do they say the the greatest form of flattery is copying the greatest form of flattery or whatever yeah it's like copying somebody's work or like yeah. to be to be real with you I don't think there's anyone that like oh, I that, I, that I talk to that actually really hates Car- and this is what I would uh, say really hates the the new Cardi album like, like go like to say you hate it you're lying but you you've read it a million times but they lying that's <laughs> what, like the people that I know I oh, know they're I lying because they, 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 but... they, when it plays they go like this <laughs> And you be seeing it. Like, I can like, say this though, bro. As much as I love the cardio album, I never revisit that shit like that too much. Um, yeah, I haven't. I haven't. Yeah, so like that yeah, says a lot about album. I loved it, bro. And I'm not saying it's about that's like another thing. That's like playability. Like right, I feel like right. sometimes in this gener- generation, we're so caught up in hype. I'm not saying Cardi's hype. 
because he is doing something different and other people are following him. Like he got bro, he's, all, he's, like he's all hype. Not like he's just like fake, but his like he didn't drop an album forever based off hype on purpose, you know? So you're saying his whole thing is hype, bro? I'm saying his marketing is, is based off hype. I think he's a oh, cool okay, nigga. Okay, he's okay, lit, okay. but yeah, like yeah, yeah. he's going to hold off on the album. For I agree with you to a, to a certain extent. You know, it was that same thing like the Lil Uzi Burt effect. But at the same time, both of them artists, their albums got leaked in the form of like leaked singles like multiple times where Cardi's, it's like it made yeah. it hard for them to actually put out a, a full album because it's like all they individual like the work that was supposed to be pieced together to make an album kept getting leaked so like you know they but had I to almost scrap these think songs. that that's part of the marketing i think that the leaks keeps cardi's name in the obviously you know what i'm yeah. saying in the streets and i feel like the label is doing that all very possible yeah yeah, yeah. Very possible. Like, that's a that way to Drake too yeah Oh, no, I feel like no. I feel like bro really so got his shit leaked. But why wouldn't you just release it as a single and make money? Because it builds hype. Wouldn't it? It wouldn't build hype as a single though. And then when you drop it as a single, it's going to do the same thing because you're just going to download download it on Spotify. No, no, no. I would say I would give this would be my argument. Whatever. Would be because um I wouldn't drop it as a single because I like I want to test the waters. Like maybe I'm trying a new sound because he's trying new shit. The baby yeah. voice Cardi. We went through that. And it's then, clearly well received though you know yeah so it's like and his last single before the album was like three years ago you know so it's like it i don't know yeah i, I don't know one way or another i like know. it whatever it is i like it it's just the playability maybe like wasn't there for me right now but i do see niggas always nigga posting a whole lot of red like it definitely did what it's supposed to do in my opinion it, it was a good album i think people's expectations were just different you know like but who's the who's the new version of that like who's the new like fashion rap icon i guess it's just cardi right now it's cardi and uzi are in that very in the exact same universe where also if you saw like um eternal take people hated it also people panned that album because it was like their expectations were set different you know did they hate that when it came out yeah yeah, people. I mean, I played it. I still play. Some. It wasn't well received though, and Uzi even knows that. He literally made a video like talking about it not too long ago, where he's like, um, "Maybe I didn't put out my best work. Like it's possible, but like you know, uh, I forgot that. You know, yeah, I forgot yeah, he just said exact, basically yeah, said that. Though. It's like, but he admitted it wasn't crazy, his best work. Like, like, I feel like I was gonna go too deep. <laughs> no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I'm yeah, saying like it's crazy, like how like it makes how people judging your art makes you like switch it up so oh, quickly yeah. like switch up what you're doing like cause he had like obviously he had something he was saying something or maybe he was just completely bullshit and put out the album and he's acting like he wanted to put out something better but if he really cares about putting out something dope like it's crazy how people like switch. opinions made him switch like what you wanted to do and where you wanted to head or whatever you I'm not saying it is fans right, but but I know, you know but it's like and you got to take criticism with it with you got to take it both with a grain of salt and you also kind of got to look at it at surface level like hmm you know like maybe but i think kind of everyone's opinion is this maybe i can look at this from a purely objective standpoint and like see what i can take away from this you know like yeah you, you can't always get so offended at things and, i'm not even know. saying offended i'm not offended at but you say that you probably from thought that shit was a, really hard probably did yeah, that's what i think so too people around him actually probably thought it was hard too and yeah true so like you th- that may be the case but it's also like you, you really like criticism is good a lot a lot of times you know like if you can just look at it objectively and see what you could take away from it and you know um it really it's, depends it's on who it's like, yeah. coming from though and how they're com- and how they're coming yeah at you. bro that's they just really say like i don't fuck lot. with it because 
they just don't fuck with like some new age shit whatever whatever reason they give you compared to i don't fuck with it because i it didn't have a clear story or it wasn't storytelling or whatever yeah that's like two different like some people say i won't fuck with it because that shit weird or it's lame that's for weird niggas or whatever yeah. or what about this what about like low-key it's possible that in my life like a lame nigga try to tell me something <laughs> right <laughs> and it may have been right but since this nigga lame as fuck i'm not listening to this nigga and like maybe i could be more objective but like i don't know maybe like i'll just maybe i miss some blessings like well this is what i'll that. say yeah I'll, this is what i'll say look i'm open to hearing everybody's opinion you know like uh I'll, I'll listen and hear out anybody but at the end of the day i'm confident and secure enough in my own decision making and my own opinion on things where it's like at the end of the day i'm the final you know yeah. I, I have final say over everything i i think about care about whatever so it's like yeah regard like i'm open to the criticism or whatever and like hearing people out but at the end of the day if i'm convinced that some shit whether it's like me wearing a dress or something like that right not you know 99 out of 100 people might say that shit is whack but like if i feel like i'm just cold as fucking address like at the end of the day i'm not you, you know do it yeah you got to know yourself at the end of the day know yeah. you know what and you honestly, care about and 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 feel at the end of the day you know whoever gave you that criticism prior to that too and like let's say you go and do it like anyways in a respectful way like they respect that more you know they're yeah, like that. oh shit because i definitely like give some advice to some niggas that i feel like they probably should have took that advice but even though like they did the other thing and i feel like i really do think that wasn't the right move i respect it because it's all right showing nothing but pure confidence because i know that you look up to me already but you went and did that by yourself you were willing to hear me out listen to me but at the end of the day you followed your gut your instinct whatever like i fuck with that a lot more you're your own man yeah yeah that's good um i guess we can i was gonna start yeah let's do that let's give the people the starting a brand because we were talking about or I brought up last podcast, like, I want to start having more discussions and things like that. And also just helping people out. Like, if we can provide something, like some gyms for people and shit. So Self-help for the people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always like when, you know, free game is always the best, I feel mm-hmm. like. Um, but we were brainstorming, talking about starting a brand, how we want to introduce it and, like, talk about it. And uh, we kind of started off with talking about like the main shit at first bro like we if you're gonna if you're thinking about starting something like you got to know your why like why you know why do you want to do this are you doing it for some money are you doing it because like your homie are you doing it because nigga like you failed at rapping and then now you want to go jump in this bag or are you doing it because whatever or you're doing it because you love it you know what i'm saying and none of those are bad unless like you know it's not for you kind of thing but that's where we kind of started off, but you had some uh, some good takes on that too as well, Marco. I remember you're kind of going. Yeah, in. I was just saying like, um, it's not like it's no shade because I'm. It's like I don't want to tell niggas stop doing what you're doing. Same whatever. point, blank, stop, bro. nigga. But yeah, no, like you can blank. do whatever you want, possible, like and work on it. Hard. I'm off the jewel pad. And that's why, like, sometimes, like, that's why, like, I have to step away. Like when I first started creating, even restarting my own brand and all that and like stop making shit and mm-hmm. just figure it out yeah because it's like sometimes you do gotta work on yourself and work on your craft but at the same time it's like not everyone should make a t-shirt brand or like <laughs> a clothing brand like your brand could be something else like maybe you can make home goods maybe you could 
I don't know, make a keychain, make Those jewelry, are some of my favorite brands, to make, be honest. Like, the ones hats. where they divert from like the traditional methods and just do their own thing. Whereas like uh like they make candles and like, you know, like you said, home goods or like, you know, mm-hmm. they make other shit other than t shirts. Cause that's the most obvious approach. And it's like, you know, no no shade or anything as well, but like, you know, it's it not only is it so obvious, it's like in comparison, it's so easy to just make teas and whatever, like, you know, to actually go out of your way to do something else. It's like it it takes a lot more and like there's a lot more respect in, you know, taking that route and kind of like, you know, knowing what it is that you want to do. At the end of the day, if it's T-shirts you want to do, you know, you just like you said, you just got to know like your what you're lane. To do, yeah, why you got to know your it. lane. No, that's a and good. How um, you, and how you want to do it. Exactly. Because like. If you don't know how you want to do it, you're going to just waste a lot of fucking time. And money. And and money. And so it's like, if you want to do it like a cheap but respectable way, there's a way for it. If you want to do it like a really in-depth way, there's a way for it. If you want to do it like you were saying, the bag, you just copy other brands, like minimal type shit. You could do that. Yeah. And um, run with it, but... I mean, I feel like... um, I mean, I just interviewed bro, right? And he... This is the first time he just dropped a T and he made 16 or I probably he made a lot of money like off the shit. Damn. And um you said 16 something like 16,000. Yeah, that's where <laughs> you want to take it. But uh yeah, bro, he ran it up off the shit and um I always like felt like Khaled and shit as far as like for me, my why I know that I really do love this shit so I know I want my shit to be put in a certain category so i don't want to start off with just a t-shirt you know like i'll start off with sunglasses or a really cool jacket or something like that like there's that route but like you can do just like the t-shirt and you say you're just in it for the money like nigga you can if you drop a t-shirt and you come up with a design right like it's cool it's fire but you have to do more with the t-shirt my nigga like he dropped a whole promotional video that went with like his little like the page and shit like that so like it made sense. It fit with his brand. It was a t-shirt. It's called the fucking pandemic. We're in a pandemic. Like it just made sense. And you know, you could run it up like that. So yeah, niggas definitely need to figure that out. Yeah. It's a good t-shirt. Yeah. Like, I like it too. But, um, I don't know. I like, sometimes I'll compare it with rap. Like a lot of people, uh, and I've heard people use this word, this exact phrase where they'll be like, I just need, um, a design or I need a t-shirt that's going to go viral. I've heard a lot of people say that before. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, all right, if that's what you're, if that's like your goal, that's what you're aiming for. You're going to go out like these, uh, dance record niggas who like, you know, uh, come out with a dance hit and it's like, it's, it's cracking for like one summer. Right. And then it's like, it's over for your whole career, you know? Like, see, uh, I would have to argue against that because I mean, I dropped like my shit was a complete joke. Like I dropped those uh chrome heart jeans. I'd never done no shit like that. Well, I guess I, I don't fall in that category because I've dropped a lot of shit before then. Yeah. But I dropped this under. I feel like I made it very clear that this was just like a joke, basically. Mm-hmm. So like that's like the fashion trolls, basically. That's yeah. Really what uh, then I, did. I would say like you're almost kind of boxed into like whatever that specific line was was like boxed into being like your your thing is then to be a fashion troll you know like you you kind of got to continue to make content along those oh, same lines that. you don't have to yeah, i don't, I don't think, think there's so. any boxes anymore to be real that's why i'm always trying to say there's no boxes for anything it's just like 
I think there is, bro. You got to have a clear Unless, brand like, identity. Physical. There's only like physical boxes. Like I know, but sometimes. you got to have brand identity, right? Yeah. So like, do. all right, there's certain things that would be just weird for Balenciaga to do that wouldn't be weird for something like Off-White to do, right? I mean, but then in that one point, Balenciaga was just straight suits and then it became like a fashion troll thing. Well, yeah, it, so, ch- it changed hands though. Depending yeah. on like who, who the head designer was, it changed, you know, is going to influence the decisions and like, you know, the actual identity of that collection, just like Louis Vuitton, you know? The new Louis Vuitton Virgil shit looks nothing like uh, the Kim Jones shit, but you know it's because of who they pass pass the torch to to like you know take over, and brand identity is really important. So it's like um, you know you gotta you gotta stay on theme to a large extent. You know like there's certain things that I know that I couldn't that like maybe they'd be a cool design whatever, but like they just don't fit with the identity of my brand or maybe the theme that i'm going for for a collection and you know so it's just like uh i you know they i can't really use them you know like it just it wouldn't make sense for me to use them yeah i get what you're saying but i was talking about like just putting someone in a box as far as a creative like brand identity identity and like the storytelling that you're giving for uh a show or collection is something totally different mm-hmm. i'm saying for example like you look at number nine what they just did I think number nine, whoever, whoever it was. With Undercover? The, Undercover with the Evangelion thing. That was kind of different. That's just so hard, like, too, that shit was so, <laughs> That's just uh, so hard like, too, though. That's probably, like, my favorite thing so yeah. far. But it's just, like, looking at that as, like, something different from their brand. It's almost like costume, like... Um, but for some reason, I would have to say that that kind of fits a little bit because, like, I don't know, it's Japanese... Like, I mean, it, that's fucked up. I mean, that's not even fucked Wait, up. Can like, you pull it up for me? Sorry, too. Yeah. Um, my bad. All right, y'all keep going. Um, like, all right, I can maybe compare that with a rapper too, right? Like, um, but niggas grow. Like, like you're talking about a creative, like a whole human being. Like their identity changes. So that's very true. But like, all right, let's let me just use this as like to play devil's advocate. Let me. What should I type in? What is it? Undercover. Let me um, use this Evangelion. as as an example. Evie. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> right uh, there. <laughs> um, all right. Like Mac Miller, he would have these different creative ventures he would want to take. Right. And he would usually use like different aliases to release them under mm-hmm. because like they didn't fit under the Mac Miller umbrella of like what he would, you know. So it's also like knowing your knowing the identity, knowing, you know, what your content should be to a large extent or knowing the parameters of what that content should look, should be, look like, whatever. And, um, you know, if you have any other creative endeavors, which I personally, I do, but I know that any other creative endeavors where it takes on a different life that doesn't fit under the reservoir yeah. thing, like has to, I have to come up with a new brand. I agree with that. If you're going to do something it, different, yeah. then like it should probably go under a new brand. But I, I think this though, this like kind of, just came to my head um i think it's the difference between like okay there's somebody that's behind the brand that's not crazy well known that's like a designer and let's say he works on his brand let's just use the marnie nigga for example right mm-hmm. um so he kind of almost like he's not known he doesn't never made like a personal like um he never really put himself out there besides just like designing clothes you're almost stuck behind that brand but almost like what we're even what we're doing now like we're building a personal brand and you can kind of take that anywhere because if niggas know albert they know me they'll know like okay i'm putting this out this logo shit is something else oh he just like let's say i decide one day to drop like something else and i explain that and i can go and do that i would never do it under obviously the same brand so i think that's how you stay unboxed it's easier to stay unboxed if 
you have a personal brand rather than yourself being tied to a brand, if that makes sense. I feel like that was some fire. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> I get. I mean, you both were all right, honestly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I agree with that. Like, I think obviously these are just like our That's personal just hard opinions. Though, <laughs> <laughs> the puffers. I mean, yeah, I can pull up more and shit, but like, they just really took anime collabing like to the next. Doesn't level. that look like a? Like the back is mad cool. There's like I mean, another... maybe that trench coat makes sense, but like that doesn't make sense, which is cool. Well, yeah, yeah this isn't totally like off theme for what Undercover is, though. You know, like, oh, yeah, really? yeah. Every collection they'll usually find some type of a theme that, like, you know, um, it's typically counterculture. That's typically been like the whole theme. And when you say evangelism or whatever like that, <laughs> you know, it, it it fits into that. Okay, makes sense. But like, think about it. When you go on Essence, when you click on any brand, you'll have this a paragraph at the very top that gives you a description of the brand, right? And yeah. it usually is a pretty concise description of like what that brand is, their identity, it's their why what they offer. Yeah, exactly. And it usually summarizes their who they are in in a nutshell, right? And mm-hmm. like the clothes are supposed to reflect that. Mm-hmm. So whether you're Sterling Ruby, whether you're undercover, whether you're whatever, that one paragraph usually summarizes you and the work is never too different from that, right? Right. Even if you want to take an artist for that matter, like a painter or a sculptor or whatever, it's usually like, yeah, maybe each show they might have new influences, new, you know, creative directions or whatever, but they usually like you can you gotta, you kind of follow suit. Yeah, you could summarize the the nature of their work to to, you know, to, to a certain extent within like a paragraph right right um and the most influential artists always adhere to that to a large extent you know like being able to both juggle being creative and like having different viewpoints interests but tying them back into like who you are and how you want to channel it you know yeah which is a tough ass part which is yeah. a good segue yeah. into um designing because i feel like that's the next step you got to know your why and then you basically jump into designing so my advice or my just kind of what i've learned through designing you don't have to know necessarily how to design it's a lot better i think it's cheaper i think it's more efficient i think um you'll be able to get your ideas off way better depending on how good you are at designing but a lot of people forget that they don't like you can tap into your local artists like not to keep bringing up the shirt, but like this thing can't design. Like he tapped in with uh, somebody that no does thousand, artwork. Yeah. yeah. And he displayed like he uh, told him his, his vision, what he kind of wanted to do. And they went back and forth about it for a long time. And then they came up with something. So I think a lot of people can do that as well. But Marco, you you design everything yourself, right? All your graphics and shit. Um, some of them. Yeah. Some of them I design. Majority of them. Like the last shirt that I made with the girl in the middle yeah and uh the other girl and the dude or whatever that's actually like another artist hans books which is like a sci-fi artist but you still took sense. that and like and i changed it yeah a lot, i changed right? it yeah a lot to yeah. yeah i don't know like one to not get sued hopefully and then just to respect it but like yeah I, that's the only thing that i that i changed you're talking about the girls on the side yeah okay yeah I mean, that was like I could see. I knew that you probably took that from something like yeah, and just. I mean, but it. I want to like start making like my own art and putting it on there. Like I do. I just want to get back into that. Feel me? Yeah. That that bag and then. 
That's you true, know. but you got to think like, um, all right. Also, like, um, I don't, I never work with graphic designers. Like, I always just do everything myself. But look at somebody like Balenciaga, where it's like a lot of their most, um, their biggest designs have been like most of the time they're flips of something else, like um, McDonald's you, slides and shit. Or if like, you look at like the Balenciaga twenty, uh, what was it, twenty eighteen, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a, it was a Bernie, it was like the Bernie Sanders logo. Oh yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Um, and dating back to like Vetmont where, um, you know, they would do like the DHL, you know, logo. Yeah, that's kind of like the fashion troll thing. Yeah, that exactly. Yeah. That for sure goes into fashion trolling. But I mean, a lot, uh, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily call Virgil a fashion troll, but like a lot of his stuff is like flips, whether, whether it's something a little more obscure, like Walter, Van, uh, what's his name? Walter Van Noden. Uh, no. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> um, I, I, for, I forgot his last name, but I don't know how to pronounce that shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, with the holes though, like you know, oh, I'm thinking Dries Van Noden. Huh? Yeah. That's Walter Van some shit. Whatever. Um, <laughs> but uh, his basically the holes was like very much inspired by one of this dude's collections, and he's a, he's a part of the um the antwerp six. Oh, his recent collection was yeah the holes oh shit he kind of like you know um they were on his head about the virgil shit too i remember that or even if you dating back to carvaggio but that's not that's like all right that's different like i don't think it's wait wait i don't even know what i was about to say or mona lisa's or whatever you know like well i think that is different though like would you call that designing i would call that like like if you're flipping designing. a logo, I call that designing. Honestly, it's designing, but, but it's he just didn't really like, flip it. The well, Carvaggio, the Mona that. Lisa. Uh, he didn't. Maybe, maybe the Walter Van D. <laughs> Let's just say, you know, Walter Van D. Yeah. Uh, his shit. Yeah, you could you could definitely call that designing. But I mean, if you look at the Mona, like he just put Mona Lisa on it and was like, all right, run it. Mm. Put the Carvaggio design up, ran it. Like he like altered it a little bit. I haven't seen it, so I can't even really speak on it like that. He does something in every collection, I think. Like, makes, like, some color or puts, like, a piece of tape on it. Like, some digital. Mm-hmm. I think he's basically trying to say something with Off-White. Like, give a blueprint. I don't really think it's, like, him trying to go too deep on designing and whatnot. But, like, even your home, the dude that made this shirt, like, he went kind of deep on designing. Like, that's a step people don't think about like true, they only true. think about like oh i gotta make everything myself and then figure out how to like bro if you have a local artist or even a cold artist that you see online just hit them and then like get them to do something or like pay for the licensing and then put it on your piece it's like better to do that than to just sit there and just not do anything or just make get some stuck bullshit. at that point like yeah. oh i can't work photoshop like uh or just make some bullshit like true i hate old dude for um Andrew Solomon for that uh that graphic and it's like I couldn't do that myself but I just felt since he went to school for it and he worked under other brands like Elix and whatever like it'll be better to hit him for it right like, even if I gotta pay the price tag like and I make it feel like it was worth it even I think it was yeah, worth it though I think it was I think it's yeah. cool that nigga like he really does this shit so it's like yeah. it's cool to tap in with somebody who really does it or somebody like shit I seen you um you were showing me a picture of uh like a drawing some shorty did and then you're like bro she can kind of draw and like if you just know something like that you can take that and then have like somebody flip it put it on have them do commission a work yeah exactly because i think it's real easy for us i think we know this but i don't think people know that you can just literally go take a picture of something 
and then like send that to, yeah and like really like flip it a little bit and then yeah. throw it on a shirt or something yeah anything be selling i'll be seeing niggas with some bullshit ass tees right but, like there's no <laughs> there's no reason to have a bullshit tee now, like, <laughs> yeah, bro, there's yeah. Not, there's but no yeah reason. but then again it, it all boils back down to that same starting point of the conversation with where it's like what lane do you want to take you know right right what's your I mean, why but sometimes it's about how you got to start too. like if you if making a tee is going to get you to making a fucking i don't know what does virgil make shoes Whatever. I think it makes everything. Or a bag or whatever, making everything, then that's what it's going to take sometimes. Yeah. There's some sometimes. people who start just making the shoes, though, you know? Yeah. Some. They, again, that's always the best. Some they start out yeah, with some comes, cool shit, though. I personally love that, but it, yeah. it boils down to the lane that you want. You that's know? probably why I like Ian Connor kind of. He said that it was more a collaboration, but yeah. I see what you mean. Wait, with what? Uh, the um, the Oh, the van shoe? Yeah. yeah I mean, it's kind of hard see, bro, like with him, like that's, damn, not to keep going back, but I think it's a good uh, point. Um, you can't really box him in, like, you know, because he's sicko, built that all right, personal back, back to that same thing. Si- the Sicko logo is the is the Bjork, Bjork logo, yeah. you know? So it's like most things are flips and like most mm-hmm. times it's like, you know, you can get away with doing it as long as you do it well. Touche, touche. What's that book you read, Marco? How to steal like artists? Yeah, how to steal like artists. How to steal like artists. It's like actually great advice. It's, Have you been actually reading that? It's not even can? like a. I read the book. It's like literally oh, like wow. a thirty-page book. Oh yeah, and it's just telling you like, all right, everyone takes something for someone like, else. Like, it was like it's a family tree. Like okay, Virgil's obviously saying his family tree, like Mona Lisa or or like uh not Mona Lisa, uh, Leonardo or whatever, like mm-hmm. architecture, design, this that, and the other, like. Yeah. You dig back into like your favorite artists and then their favorite artists, and then go keep going back and then and I, like the I'll, styles that they use and whatnot. I always say the the only like opinion that's completely uninfluenced is like a baby's opinion. Otherwise, <laughs> honestly, like uh, it sounds like a joke, but to be like completely honest, that's like the only uninfluenced opinion is like a baby who doesn't know any better otherwise even if it's unintentional whatever it is that you like is going to be a culmination of things that you grew up looking at and and liking right. whether you knew why you liked it or didn't certain you, moments yeah, tie with shit whatever it is that you end up designing later on is going to be a direct result of what you just grew up liking and looking you know thinking was cool and like um that's the thing. If you kind of just want to dig deeper into that aspect of like asking yourself, why, why do I like this? Why do I like this? You know, right. them things that you would gaze at as a kid. I definitely think about that. Yeah. I'm like, why do I like, why do I like, do I like this? Cause another nigga like this. Mm-hmm. I have to still think about shit like that. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Just to double check, just check myself. I go back to my childhood a lot and yeah. just think, yeah. Cause ever since I was a kid, it was like, I remember one of the first things that really made me kind of like spaz out and I didn't know why it was like Jordan's. I remember looking at Jordan 3s and Jordan 4s and just thinking it was the, the moment coolest too. thing ever, you know? And um, it was the elephant print for the 3s and, like, you know, some of the colorways, the 4s. And as an adult going back and trying to understand from a psychological viewpoint, like, why did I, you know, yeah. what is it about that thing that, that struck me, you know, as a kid? And yeah. Did you find out? Um, To be honest, it, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> to, be, to be real, I never fuck with Jordans. The yeah. only Jordan I ever fucked with was a one. It's just because it's like simple as fuck. Simple as fuck. I'd never ever ever mm. fuck with Jordans. That's I how I knew I was so part. cool as a kid. It was the elephant print. I just thought it was like the ele- I don't know. It's still cool. I don't it's know a cool why, shoe, but I just but know that just that's like, what I liked about it as a kid. You know? Yeah. I don't know why niggas like shit. Sometimes I feel like niggas like shit because they just see it so much. It's like fuck it. <laughs> no, for sure. Um, I mean, that kind of like that's like the most recent like 
hood nigga trend I've been seeing is uh the poo shiesty mask. That's what I call it. Like when niggas got the ski mask that just like cover their eyes. I mean that don't cover their eyes and they like have the whole mask. Like that's definitely like some shit. Even the hood niggas. My bad. No, I was just gonna say this is some shit that niggas like probably don't even know if they like or not, but they seen a little dirt with it. But you know what's weird though? Like even trends like your homie the yeah, coma the coma where he made the hooded thing. It didn't have a mask, but it was still similar. Like it's a hooded. Yeah, but that doesn't count though. That's a cashmere cozy. I'm going for different. Like, them niggas going for like. I mean, I'm yeah, the they going for they're going they're you. going for it, but they're always going for yeah, that. They, even when they <laughs> even when they put on a Dries Van Noen shirt, some of them. Some of them are still going for that, like, that look. Some of them aren't, but I'm just saying, like, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I get what you're saying. I think, um, I thought of this today, like, trends are kind of good. Like, I like trends. I don't hop on every trend, but I think that it's definitely opened my eyes, like, to different shit I can wear. Because I can't necessarily tell you that I would have wear some flared denim like that. You know what I'm saying? Before, like, the flares <laughs> yeah. really got big. I can't, like, I would be capped. I said that no I, I would say like I started fucking with the flare denim one. I don't know who I saw it on but I had to see it on someone where I was like yeah I think I can wear that yeah there wasn't no way I just say I'm gonna wear flare denim exactly <laughs> that's what I'm saying we were just like, talking about that outside like when I moved here to Arizona like the reason I wanted to wear skinny jeans because the cool kids across the street like the skater niggas the niggas that invited us over had skinny jeans I'm like nigga I wanna wear skinny jeans but yeah it wasn't like I just oh, I don't need skinny jeans like in my head, like what the fuck? <laughs> that whisper sounded crazy for a second. Yeah, I was like, looking at you, I was like, oh, yeah, shit. but you get what I'm saying? Like that shit just don't pop in your head. You had to see it somewhere. Yeah, majority of the time for sure. Oh shit, there's no space on the memory card. Um, we done. Just stop it. It is people excited to see. I mean, you had to watch New York before. Some niggas probably didn't know how to read or watch. Yeah. All right, my bad, guys. Uh, the memory card, <laughs> the memory card, literally stopped at nowhere. Good thing we have a monitor, and that's why we have Denzel and the other camera. But, um, what was the last thing we we're talking about? Honestly, we can move on from that too. You was talking about trends, but yeah. Um, Trendy, I don't know. Dendy. Me personally, I'm not trying to be like, um, oh, I'm, I'm edgy and cool, but like when I see trends, I. I I personally like Stay to see away, the other right? way. Yeah. Cause you don't, your biggest thing, you don't want to see nobody with the same shit. Personally, that's you, just, yeah. yeah, that's just how I like to, you know, I feel that. That's how I like to do it. <clears throat> um, well, shit, let's get into the, that's the best way, the Kanye topic that, that he got a $30 million deal with Netflix with this documentary that's been 21 years in the making. 21. Yeah, damn. bro. I hope it like, that's damn near my whole life. I didn't even think about it like that. That is true. What in the world? It's probably some old ass video clip from like 21 years ago. Like, yeah, come on. I got 21 years of footage, raw footage. I'm a god. <laughs> a Kanye documentary? You ain't see that? Yeah. No. It's, going, it's going on Netflix. Yo. Yeah. So 21 years, that means he's probably using a bunch of like old, old, old random footage back when he had no idea he was even making a documentary. Yeah. Exactly. I don't I don't think it's necessarily been like 20 Good years HD footage. Yeah. I don't, I don't, not HD footage, but I don't know. The it's nigga like said some shit in the past. Kind of the nigga like said some shit in the past. Like I just read and he was like, bro, I'm going to be, they're like st- stupid things Kanye West said. Okay. Like, they were making have- fun of this nigga, bro. And they were like. This nigga said, "I'm gonna be a billionaire." Da, 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 da. I'm, I'm the not. I'm the nucleus, basically saying I'm God. He didn't have a team. <laughs> Look, he ain't have a team. Shout out my nigga YL, boy. He ain't have a team <laughs> doing this whole thing since 21 years. Yeah, ago. we yeah oh, we know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I'm just saying that's just kind of kind of wild though. I hope like 
I almost don't want it to be directed by Kanye, but I do. I do, but I don't because I want like the I wanna, true story. I want to unbiased. Told. Yeah, like he could be in the editing. Like he probably like he should have some crazy moments in there. I should see some crazy behind the scenes Kanye moments where he's just like. If you have a behind the scene, you have to have someone that doesn't fuck with him, but also like still like finds him interesting. Yeah, or just a real nigga like. Yeah, but most niggas are. I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, be if you're biased. working with Kanye, my nigga, my honestly. Biased. I'm editing out the bullshit if that's what that nigga <laughs> want me to do, bro. Like, what the fuck? Like, that's that's bro right there. Like, fucking nigga, I ain't gonna have bro look bad, nigga. I'm finna chop this shit up the right way. But I know there should be some shit in there, Patch. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like, it's not that deep. Him yelling at niggas. Bro, yelling at niggas, bro. His, like, him and Kim. I'm trying to see, like, the before that shit happened, like. He probably wasn't fucking for months. Him getting or some roasted shit. for wearing pink polos. Yeah, like him probably crying in the bathroom about it or something. But like <laughs> coming back with the coldest, pinkest polo after that, and like just resurging from the bottom. Like I'm trying to see that shit. That shit's gonna be fire. <laughs> um, damn, yeah, that shit is kind of crazy. Yeah. Wait, why'd you put Kanye thirty M's? Or is that from last time? Um, no, that's that's how much the deal was worth. Oh, 30 M's for the yeah for the damn, deal. This man is making money, bro. Yeah. You see, um, Kim reached a billion. That was kind of crazy. That's good. That's yeah. good for her. She should. But <clears throat> the Kanye 30 million, that's pretty, just pretty dope in general. But I mean, shit, we kind of covered like fashion trolls and shit a little bit. Um, what'd you kind of want to speak on that about? Oh, that's my favorite topic. Uh, let's do it. Um, uh, I don't know. It was, it was like a loose idea. We was just talking about how, uh, the pros and cons of not taking yourself too serious you know um like how you have a lot uh, and it goes back down to like you know the lane that you want to establish for yourself you know as a brand or a creator or whatever it is but um you know majority of the time you have people who take themselves so fucking serious and a lot of the times it's so fucking cringe anytime somebody is just like stone cold like i'm an artist and this is my art and like you know like yeah. you know you, you too serious all right bro like it's just way too serious it ends up backfiring a lot of times but like one of the things one of the merits i have in like uh that that i see in uh a lot of brands that i look up to is like the ability to almost like look at like laugh at themselves and you know if you look at like just the instagram of balenciaga it's just so fucking ridiculous and like you know in a lot of ways you kind of just like the fact that they have the resources and the money to like make do whatever the fuck yeah they to want. do whatever they want and they you know take everything in stride and almost like you know laugh at themselves in a lot of ways and um they don't take themselves too serious they make you know remarkable clothes but like from from a quality standpoint but a lot of times like whether it's the graphic or or like the the fit or whatever it's like um aggressively like um, uh, like uh, outrageous, you know, on like, purpose, like yeah. Well, they had they had like their most recent, I think, or one of their recent ones was like a car mat skirt, like exactly, you know, literally. Like, okay, yeah. like what the fuck, yeah, yeah you know, um, they nice think suit. super outside the box, and I almost I respect how like how creative you actually do have to be to like you know go against the grain in a lot of ways while still maintaining like um that standpoint yeah, of like yeah. yeah luxury quality and you know etc it's like like i always say it's that juxtaposition which a lot of times is like what creates some of the best art is you know um 
contrasting two different extremes you know um highs and lows of things so the high being the quality and the low kind of being like the subject matter right or how it how it's shot photographed or you know whatever um you know it's uh, vetmont is very much that same way and like you know um demna went to school in antwerp so he you know he learn from the best he he knows what he's doing but he intentionally kind of chooses to take like whereas everyone else he went to school with in Antwerp is an example of people I'm sure taking themselves way too serious (laughs) yeah for sure um he's also like established himself very well yeah he 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 adds comedy to it but he established himself through Vetmont which was like you know just his own little like passion project that you know just gained traction oh so that's that's his brand from the beginning yeah. i don't know too much like about bro yeah he started vetmont um it gained a lot of traction because of you know the outrageous silhouettes and things like that and balenciaga ended up giving him a job and he you know transformed the entire brand does it um because it seems like just like we all kind of like the fashion troll shit like we think it's kind of cool like have you you see it now with marnie yeah you know if you look at his personal page it's fucking ridiculous <laughs> like in crazy. the best way possible you know it's like um she doesn't take himself too serious he just pulls from you know all types of different random things and um you know have you ever bought some like fashion troll pieces i mean i do i have like the the um bernie sanders uh, oh, okay, okay. balenciaga logo jacket um I I actually I'm interested in getting that Balenciaga. It's a dress shirt with a with a or no, it's a t shirt with a dress shirt attached on to the it. back, or is it on the front? It's on the front. Okay, okay, I, I know what they you're talking about. They have different variations, but yeah, the one I'm looking at it's uh it's a dress shirt with it. T shirt. Yeah, it's like a blue. Shirt. It's a blue yeah. dress shirt, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I seen that. That one's fire though. Yeah, I like those shit, and especially like if you can like get that shit off on your fit, like. You kind of piece that shit. It's like, oh. Yeah, yeah it's and, like, like yeah. I was talking about. Like the about, undercover shit. Like, like, you piece that together. Or like I talked I about at the beginning of the thing, how we said, um, we're talking about things that are polarizing, you mm. know, where it's like, you're not, you're not, um, you know, teetering the middle. You're like. Doing either, this. Yeah, you're doing, exactly. You're going aggressively extreme. So the reception is going to be either extreme hate or extreme love and, you know, acceptance or whatever. Um, so like with that dress shirt thing or whatever, there were several articles that were made just on that from big, big publications. I remember just that On shirt. that shirt. Like this is the most ridiculous thing we've ever fucking seen in our life. This $1,200 Balenciaga shirt. Well, they just did that though with uh, Bottega. What would they, would they make? We were talking about it. Those telephone wire. Oh, yeah. Telephone wire bracelets. Bracelets and necklaces. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that, too. It's basically like fucking this, nigga, just around your wrist. Yeah. So With I mean, Bottega leather, my nigga. Exactly. So, like, oh, let's... Bottega leather? I didn't know that. You know? So, I know... Shit, it, it, <laughs> if you look close, it has quilting. <laughs> it seemed like a, like a random idea at first, but, it, I mean, if you look at it, that's very quickly kind of becoming like a more popular theme within fashion is like people not taking themselves too serious and people kind of you know yeah um who do you think kind of broke that door for like not just fashion trolls in general because it's been going on forever but it's more in just in recent times i think demna is just fashion god troll yeah okay period i can see that because that's really why i started like seeing balenciaga is big too though yeah, but Balenciaga came after Vetmont, okay, after okay. what he was already doing at Vetmont. And, like, the first things that were ridiculous was, like, the DHL t-shirts for $800. Which you still see around. With no discernible difference whatsoever. It's not like he flipped the logo and had it say, like, Vet or something. Like, yeah. it said DHL. 
and it was eight hundred dollars. <laughs> That's crazy. You know, people just thought it was the most absurd thing ever. We were talking about outside me and Marco. Marco was like, he's like, is Supreme a fashion troll? And at first I was like, uh, like, no, not really. But they definitely indulge in that. Like now thinking back, like, bro, they got Oreos, like, fucking. Yeah, it. I mean, they're, or the, the, they brick, the brick. The brick. Yeah, yeah, the brick. For sure. But like, you know. The jet ski's hard though. I think that they teeter the line of being like a skate brand as well as like a very art influence brand. Whether you look at like their, their, the box logo itself is taken from Barbara Kruger artwork. It's, mm-hmm. it's a Barbara Kruger flip. Um. Or like, uh, you know, the first design was like from Taxi Driver. So it's like it's influence work. And like um, if you look at that brick, you could kind of make if you really want to be on your like highbrow like shit. Like (laughs) you could really make the argument that it's a little bit. Yeah, it's a little bit like um, who is it with the the urinal, the very famous urinal. Um, I don't know. I know you're talking about the guy that just Duchamp, Marcel Duchamp. He just died. No, I don't know if he just... No, no I didn't no. say he just died. I said but the guy just has a Marcel urinal. Duchamp broke broke grounds when he came out with this urinal, and it ended up, like, totally just splitting the art world in half. Can you install it in your house? No, it was um, just a urinal with it, some writing on it. It was just one, yeah. It said R. Mutt 1917, oh. I think, on it. Um, and... It, but it split the art world in half. Half of them were like, "This is what the fuck. This is not art." I'm trying to be that lit in general. And then yeah. the other half, artists are not like. And then the other half were arguing with them, saying, "What are you talking about? This is clearly art. Like, you, yeah. you don't know what art is." And it's like, you know, things that are polarizing. You know, um, anything that that creates a conversation or a dialogue. You know, and and I think anything that splits people in half. Is the best like, shit. Is, Choose is what makes you. Yeah, I think that really is the true test of art. Is when people can have dialogue and conversation, and you know, because two, all those people are feeling opinions. something. Like they're feeling some exactly. type of feeling from exactly. your art. Two extremes, what, two completely different extremes. Right, right. All the way there. Yeah, that makes sense though. The fashion troll shit. Fashion troll shit is very much on teeters that line as well. You know, and uh, I almost want to see more of it though. Yeah. Because sure. I, I would, uh, I feel like we've seen a lot of it right now, and it's kind of. I cool. think yeah, it's growing. The people yeah. that are making like the fake Rick Owens, like the the Air Rick Owens. Yeah, with the yeah, Jordan shit. Yeah, 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 that's true. Yeah, all that stuff is. I guess I hate when it gets burnt out. Like I want like, or like the Balenciaga has like that bracelet with a. Uh, it's just little cubes, and it just says Balenciaga, and it's like I don't know, like seven hundred. The kitty looking like one. Yeah, yeah, that one's someone hard, else though. did that. Cactus Plant Flea Market did that, I think. Mm-hmm. Shout out to a few brands are doing that. <clears throat> but shit, besides that, anything else y'all wanted to talk about? I feel um, like shit. Eleven twenty, late ass pod, bro. I saw I have to do some shit too. Yeah, for me in the store, bro. I can edit that shit. And that, I did not know this shit was gonna be like this long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, bro. Well, shit, we'll just wrap it up like that. I hate, to, bro. I hate that all this shit kind of fucked up because the last podcast, bro. I don't know what happened, bro. The audio file, like, it's just gone. So I'm thinking about just dropping the podcast with the camera audio and like putting this little like explanation in the beginning. But I don't know yet. Wait, is it on Spotify? Yeah, I, I would not put it on there though. But have you put the audio on Spotify? No. Damn. I'm not? still editing it. Oh, you're still editing all the, let's all the it, audio? Let's look it over and we'll see. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, shit, appreciate you made it this far. Boom, comment, like, subscribe. Um, we will be doing, like, more, like, helping out with brands and, like, discussions. Yeah, tell us about your brand. Leave a comment, you know. For sure. Yeah. We should do a giveaway, too. 
we do need to start doing that because now we're like fi- like now we're getting like random people random comments and shit so if y'all have brands good. and y'all have questions about the brands hit us up either it's locked in podcast or hit any of us individually dm you know yeah love to give you advice you know we're here to help gang we're for the people 